There we go. Yeah, cheers. I haven't even poured it yet. There we go. I'm waiting. Wait until we go live. Just drink it straight. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I wish I could do that, man. I do. I actually have a self-admitted uh, wuss when it comes to drinking alcohol. <laughs> I, I drink a lot, but if you get me to take a shot, it's pretty much like we uh, so. back in the day. We used to drink something called a black tooth grin. It was. Uh, it was. I've never even heard that. Yeah. So Sounds it's good. it's crown. It's half. It's one part crown. One part Jaeger and a splash of Coke. Anything with Jaeger is good. It was uh, it was oh. a drink. It was a drink that Dimebag Daryl like... drank. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be two thirds of the way there because I was telling these guys I was trying to get going. I couldn't find my Crown Royal, unofficial sponsor of the Maritime Wilson podcast. But I did find a Calgary Flames flask full of Crown. Well, let me check. Full of Crown Royal, <laughs> and then my. Like Crown Hold Royal on, let me make sure it's and oh. Cal- Calgary Flames glass. Look at that. Oh, look, look at that. Together. Together. There, Just there. here. So That's... we'll get started. All right. Look at, look at that pour. Look at that pour. That's fantastic. But I don't uh, know how much is in here, so I have to crash it. <laughs> Pace yourself. Pace yourself. <laughs> I hope everything's coming through okay. Everything seems to be working on my side. Um Hmm. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 146 of the Maritime Milson podcast. My name is Brad O'Dell. With me, I have uh, Tuna up here in the right-hand corner over there. Oh, look at that. That's glass. That glass. That cheers. Uh, and down below, just down, down there. I'll get used to this camera one of these days. Uh, we have Alfred... Uh, Alfred, I don't want to use your last name. If you want to use it, go ahead. But Alfred, uh, from Unit 9, uh, Milsom, right? That is correct. Fantastic. It's amazing what 30 seconds of research before the show starts will net you. <laughs> uh, that's a lie. I, I've Okay, no. I keep forgetting the name of the paintball team, but I knew it was a Milsom team. And I was just like, it's a unit something. And then I just immediately think of the, the meme where it just says, suck my unit. And I'm like, haha. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, the, I look into the mind of Brad. <laughs> yeah, there's just derails trains of thoughts all over the place. Uh, so we're talking. So Alfred is uh, heavily involved, as in like spearheading uh, a two v two Meg Fed competition. Right? It's the fire team challenge, is what you're calling it. That is correct. Yes. Okay. I like that little delay. It's like CNN. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, we should do. We need to do that sometime. What? Part of the part of the. It'll be a joke for <laughs> for the other thing. Both Alfred eyes. Both our eyes just went big, and we were like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah. There's that train of thought again. Uh, okay. Anyways, yeah. So he's doing a competitive two v two fire team challenge at Stingers Indoor Field. Which uh, have we been there? Have we been to Stingers? Stingers is in Ottawa, is that right? No, it's actually about, well, 45 minutes to an hour west of Ottawa. It's uh, in Brockville, Ontario. Brockville, okay, so that kind of splits the difference between you and Toronto then, so then kind of opens it up to a little bit of everybody. Well, that was the the plan. I mean, it's one hour from, uh, from Ottawa, and it's probably about one hour from Kingston as well, so it's it's kind of in the middle there. That's awesome. Bad. Um, that's like the perfect place to live. I was thinking of DefCon. That's who I was thinking of. Uh, yeah, we played we played DefCon for yeah. one of the Milsig Maxims. Yeah, the Tempest when which I was awesome. Tempest, which was pretty cool. That so, was that was pretty awesome. So, yes, two v two. Alfred, I was gonna yeah, I was gonna say so. Alfred, so big. So the two v two match. I guess if you want to give us the rundown here for a little bit of the format. So is it uh, just straight elimination, time limit? You know, pushing a button at the other end, flag. What's what's the yeah? What's run the us run us through a match. Like how's it, how's it gonna roll out? How's it gonna play? Okay, so um, ultimately, yeah, it's two v two magfed. So uh, in order to even get into the event, you have to have a magfed marker. Uh, the time limit uh, per match, we've estimated it at, uh, or we've set it at five minutes. Most of the matches that we did on our trial run uh, averaged in about three and a half minutes. So uh, five minutes is more than enough time. Yeah. It's yeah. 
basically it's uh, Stinger's paintball. They've set up the paintball field inside uh, what used to be an old Zellers. So both teams will start on opposing walls and you can win by either double elimination or if you can make it across the field without being tagged and uh, touch the other wall while screaming it out and the ref calls the game, that's the, the other way that uh, your team can win. That's awesome. So for, is there like a specific point or just you went up down the sidelines at the tape and then you hit the wall in the corner and that's yeah, that Just hit, hit any <laughs> section of the wall on the other side um, without being tagged. That, like that. Uh, that will give a team one point, whereas if you eliminate both players on the other side, um, it gives you two points. Because we're kind of gearing it towards actual confrontation um, and taking out the other team as opposed to just basically sprinting back and forth up and down the field to touch the other wall. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's, uh, I think what you said for the time limit and like having a varying point system is very helpful to making sure it stays like on strategy because that's something yeah. we do. We have the same time limit in the MML mm -hmm. and the same thing. The limits, it's like five minutes, but uh, chances are we're done in like three, three and a half minutes as well. I'm trying so hard and to take you serious. I can't. No, because... he's like sitting on me. I'm trying to get. He's... <laughs> the problem is, that I had him down beside, but he was just breathing into the microphone. So I was like trying to get him at least up here. So. You're trying to talk, and I was. <laughs> I know. It's so awesome. Being a stinker. Okay, get, get, get. <laughs> Anyhow, so uh, um, so and then you said so two points can be earned in a round, one round, and then one point for hitting the wall. What would be so? I guess how many rounds would you technically play in a day? Is it a round robin a bracket system? Well, it's, uh, we're starting off right now. We have um, roughly about ten to eleven teams that have shown interest in the event. So it is going to be round robin to begin. Um, and then at the end of the round robin style, the top eight teams, it'll then break down into a bracket system until we determined the first place winner, uh, second place, and then and so on and so forth. And then points will be accumulated that way. And uh, ultimately our goal is to have um, several of these fire team challenges throughout the year and uh, with a, a prize to be awarded at the end to the, the team that shows consistency and goes to the events and uh, consistently does well, uh, then there is a, a golden mag award that will be uh, presented at the end. But uh, not of this particular event, but at the end of the, the series for the year. Yeah, I kind of think of it almost like a golf where you can, you know, go to as many events as you can, rack up as many points as you can, and at the end, whoever's got the most points kind of wins. Exactly. And that way, if, like, a team can't make one event out of maybe if there's a couple of them, they still have a chance of, like, placing pretty well or, uh, you know, you perform poorly one time maybe on a point system over a number of events, you can actually still, you know, make it through the rounds. Exactly. I mean, the, the, the ultimate goal is just to make sure that everyone's um, having a good time that everyone's playing fair and uh, that it's enjoyable. Even if you don't necessarily win uh, one particular event, if you finish third or fourth or what have you, you still have uh, a legitimate shot at uh, at the, the final prize. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's huge because that's something that, like, when we have multiple events in MML, some teams that kind of lose out early on can really lose, like, their focus or, like, their drive to go on if they don't think you know, they have a chance of winning. So the, the multiple events are like, you know, I think we did, we picked up this, you're discounting like your worst game, your worst day for points. Okay. And that way, if you had one bad round, you could kind of still snake through and it kept people, you know, really interested because they'd be like, well, we did shitty this day, but if we do really well, it won't even matter. So it kind of keeps people on their A game as well. So yeah, I am definitely digging the format of multiple events. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we, we will have, um, prizes for uh, the top uh, top few teams per event and then like I said and then for the overall um, at the end of everything then there's kind of like the, the ultimate prize right. and uh, uh, what's entry fee for the event uh, right now for the, uh, the event it's $50 per team if you pre-register 
Um, and if you register the day of the event, uh, it's $60 per team. And then paint, uh, paint is extra. And it's it's field paint only, and and paint is extra. We're hoping we're hoping to have um, sort of like a medium grade field paint, and then there's also uh, going to be an option for a higher grade uh, paint should you choose to do that. So it's Magfit only, right? Like that's is it Magfit only? Yes. Yeah, okay. it is Magfit okay. only. There was some discussion as to whether or not uh, <laughs> earlier on we would be allowing stock class uh, markers in, but um, I basically threw it up in a conversation to the other players that uh, planned on attending the event, and uh, we're going Magfit only because um, there's not a lot of events in and around this area that are specific just for MAGFED and um, as ambassadors for, for MCS Unit 9, we're, we're trying to grow MAGFED paintball in uh, in the area as much as we can. So this is, is one way that we feel we can, uh, we can hopefully achieve that is through events like these. And I agree 100%. Uh, I think competitive MAGFED is, is the future. I think it's the way to do things. Uh, maybe not to be the end all be all, but it definitely needs to be uh, an option and, and put through the paces. Um, yeah, absolutely. So it's definitely like a part of MagFed, and I think that might even be a good segue into our actual topic tonight. Yeah, well, I was actually thinking about it the, uh, today at work because I didn't do anything else. Um, <laughs> I have days like that. I, yeah, look. I work retail. It's it's some days I'm busier than hell, and other days I'm just like leaning on boxes, going, "I wonder." Um, but I was thinking, okay, so so uh, speedball markers. So okay, we're gonna go further back. We're gonna go to the original paintball markers, which were uh, literally by the term determined like a marker. Like they fired a projectile of, of ink, basically, uh, oil based uh, paint. Um, they got better because people wanted to compete more right and it became to the point where it was like if you didn't have this company's uh the latest to greatest innovation you know you were you were left behind so markers just kept getting better and better and more efficient and more accurate and better and better and better um <clears throat> then magfed paintball shows up and i was thinking that if more competitive paintball occurs like if it gets more and more competitive if somehow it gets big enough that it, it rivals uh, the NXL. Let's say I, you know, that's dreaming big. <laughs> yeah, by it's dreaming NXL, big. But, but I'm trying to prove yeah. right. I'm I'm I'm. It's it's a concept. It's you. proving a uh, a point. Is that if it got to the point where let's say there was like a Magfed version of the NXL, uh, then then that competitive paintball, that competitive nature is going to make companies make more efficient more accurate more reliable markers they're just going to get better and better because they're going to have the winning marker right we see it in all sports yeah i was going to say think of motorsports right like every right. even like honda or you know i would like to say kia or you know maybe something <laughs> but, but most car makers have like their you know either their rally cars their right. one cars their whatever where they you know they tune to get every millisecond and horsepower and you know pound of torque out of it that they can and then you're right it works its way down to like the consumer models and i think you're right for paintball that's actually a pretty good point meg fed i feel like the markers already function like so right, I was, I was we're like wow. we're kind of late to the game of like groundbreaking innovations you know like right. the uh, you know, the, the valve systems are pretty much set. You're not, you know, you can tweak them here and there, but uh, the hardest part is though, is I think where we might see innovation is not so much like new products coming up, but basically patents on speedball markers dying. And then that way, like we can start using like soft tipped bolts in MagFed because all our MagFed companies or most of them at least are new, right? Like yeah. 15 years ago, Milsig didn't exist. I maybe, I mean, uh, Tiberius definitely didn't, you know, think of Karmatech and, um, you know, all these small companies that have come up producing the markers that we all love. They, yeah. They're all late to the game. They don't own any patents. And so we need to wait. Like, that's always the joke I saw. And I brought this up before. There's a video that went around of a guy took his like geo or Lux or whatever the fuck it was and took the bolt and put, he had like a, a little like a workshop anvil and he basically stuck his tongue between the bolt and the anvil and fired it. And the bolt 
mean nothing. Like, you know, it would be like getting hit with like a little feather that's, on his tongue. No, no reaction from him at all. That's right? a hell of a fetish. So someone, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I, you know, don't ask me why I was looking at this. No. <laughs> and, uh, but, well, it got posted into one of the MegFed groups and someone was like, Doug Brown, when can we have markers like this? And he's like, when the patent runs out in 2021. And so, you know, maybe that literally is it, that our new companies in MegFed, you know, need to wait for the tech that's been basically hoarded by all the big guys to become available to them. And then we can start to see that improvement. If not, it's like, yeah, it'd be great to have a little better mags that don't, you know, chop or everyone has some form of lock bolt. But, uh, I mean, I know there, there's a limited meg pad. Like, we don't need crazy efficiency because you're not going to carry, like, 30 mags. Well, no, right? There. I, I would like yeah. – I, I, efficiency is fine. I mean, my TGR is as efficient as I need to be. Better would always be better, right? Um, yeah. Like, if it gets any more efficient, I'm running out of space for mags. It's, like, the problem, you know? Like, that's that's the issue I'm going to run into. Uh, I want more uh, consistency. You know what I mean? Like, I'd love to see... Get a mill stick. Shut up. <laughs> um, do, do we need to bring up the memes of, like, too much oil, not enough oil? Like, that... I'm making this. Those, I'm going to make t-shirts. It's going to be I great. Know, I saw that. Uh, <laughs> t-shirts are going to be one of everything. I'm gonna I'm gonna sell them to everybody. It's gonna be great. Uh, less uh, mags, more. Just so we can get your uh, opinion here, Alfred. What uh, marker are you shooting these days? Um, TGR. Yes. Okay. TGRs are okay. So like Milsig is huge here in the East Coast, right? Like it's it's TGR or it's it's Milsigs and MCS, but in Ontario. Yeah it's a little more evenly split between the mill sigs, the TGRs and MCS. Like they've got a bit more of a blend. I'm out here in the East coast all by myself, rocking a TGR, which I almost threw yeah. down a damn well on Sunday because I well, had like, never had like it. team MSOB Minutemen in the MML all shoot mill sigs except for Brian. Right. <laughs> so, and how many so years did it take them to, uh, to win? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, cause if the Wolverines won. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was a bad example. Yeah. Good one. Mm. You mean. Um, so yeah, we always just like to get everyone's uh, <laughs> fanboy affiliation uh, out right. in the open before we get going. So absolutely, we're all responsible fanboys, though. We can all appreciate <laughs> that. Really, the difference between the markers is like not much. You know, you're no. not gonna can't go wrong buying one of the top four MegFed markers. Right. Like, exactly. If I'm in know, the middle of a firefight and my marker, shit, like yeah, if I'm in a firefight and my marker goes down, you hand me a milsig. I'm not gonna be like. Eh. You know, like I'm not gonna. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know? Like, oh no, I'd rather just step off the field and not play. Now, that being said, you hand me like a die dam, I'd be like, "Fuck batteries! What do I do? Um, <laughs> Where do they all go? Yeah, yeah. How do I ramp? Yeah. No. Um, sorry, I'm trying to catch up with the comments here. Uh, Jonathan actually said Wait, something I'm... kind of interesting. Jonathan Worrell, he says, uh, he says Megfed needs to segregate itself away from uh, from paintball. Sorry, not away from people, just um, from paintball. And uh, he says, that's how we excel and competitive level could be instilled. Uh, the shape projectile allows players to experience something more than just paintball. The accuracy, the distance, the ability to immerse yourself, excuse me, in the play style, the assault, sniper, heavy gunner, etc. We utilize these classes to create a game type that isn't just about eliminating the opposition, but problem solving, variable change type situations. Something that makes teamwork as a team and we have to overcome change within the game. Damn, that was a lot. I was not expecting to read that much. It was. I was like, that's, I was going to say, was that Ooh. all typed out? Because that's pretty good. It, okay. it was. Cool. It was typed out. Um, <laughs> but no, actually, I think Jonathan brings up like a really good point in that, you know, we talked about this before, like Megfed splitting the gap between paintball and airsoft. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think shape projectiles, because a lot of like, a lot of the speedball guys, or I won't even say speedball, but a lot of the people who don't like Megfed <laughs> will say like, oh, you know, first strikes aren't paintballs. Like it's, that was the whole debate with the ATSM was that, sorry guys, this isn't a paintball. It's, it's not, not round. a round ball. Right. Yeah. So I could see that if Megfed comes to the point where like, you know, shaped projectiles or first strikes or whatever else the new, you know, shaped round is, um, mm -hmm. becomes the standard where it's like cheap enough that like, why would you buy paintballs, you know, 10, 15 cents a round and you can get 10 or 25 times the accuracy. Like I would not be going back to round ball. Right. And if MegFed gets to the point where everyone just accepts, like, hey, we're going to shoot projectiles pretty much from now on, why not? Then, yeah, then I could see the split being totally separate from paintball. Mm -hmm. And we'd really playing, I don't even know what you'd call it. I mean, I mean, it would still be MegFed, but... I, uh, I think it would just be, it would be uh, 
just it wouldn't be playing so much anymore as it would be it'd be larping yeah just, but don't like, forget like airsoft still has like games right yeah like, you i don't know i don't know what games. you'd call it i don't know I, maybe maybe just i don't know milsim just milsim action competitions or whatever milsim sport yeah. i don't know yeah. I, or we just call it MegFed. And just be like down with I mean, I don't like, even mean like what would you call it? I mean like how would it like split the gap? Like, do you know what I mean? Like would it be because the way I see it, like compared to Airsoft, everyone's like Airsoft is so much more realistic, the guns are the right size and all that. But like I don't think I've ever seen an Airsoft game or video where Ooh, people games. were using like twenty to thirty round magazines on single fire only. Like where every shot actually counted. Yeah. Like most of the times yeah. it's like <laughs> with their you know fucking ags or whatever they're called yeah okay the hardcore snipers do just as well as our snipers but even still they're topped at like 80 90 yards like just like us mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah you might hit 110 you yards can, you can only good. throw a plastic bb so far yeah at like what do they weigh right like nothing right, right so yeah exactly so i almost feel like MagFed, even now or if you would say using first strikes is by far more milsim than airsoft because I mean, you, you've got like a 20 round magazine. You really have to pick each shot. You've only got like a hundred, you know, even in real steel, like you're not going to carry 25 magazines out there with you. So you're kind of limited that same 130, 150 shots. I don't know. I just find that like we would be the most Milsim of the three of paintball, airsoft, and then magfed. I think if we're not already, <laughs> the introduction of all these new rounds and, and the, the better range that quality we'll get. Oh, I'm we'll excited. Really I can't wait. Like, yeah. like, don't get me wrong. The FSR is great, uh, but I also like choice. <laughs> you know, uh, I would love for there to be more than one uh, style of shaped projectile to to help Megfed grow in that more accurate direction. You know, uh, and then you're right. It's going to break off. It's going to break away from from paintball, like Jonathan said, and we're going to see. We're going to see more. I think we're going to see a lot more competitive games on a more regular basis. I think the Milsim will still be really big though, because Mm -hmm. like, I think your whole question was like, should do people want more or need more MegFed competition? It wasn't really a question. It was was more like they need it. They want it. Yeah. It's not. (laughs) Give it to us. Yeah. It's not, it's not even a question. It's just, it's happening. But I think again, like I wouldn't want to play competition. Like I'm probably like the biggest ambassador of competition ball, but I wouldn't want to play it every weekend. Like, do you know this people no. guys who spend their weekends like practicing and playing on the same field and then they go to their events? Like I do enjoy rec ball. Like I do enjoy like you know, just going out and slinging paint. Exactly. You need that balance. So like and, and I love scenarios. Like, you know, sometimes the the more milsome the better. Like bring it up every time platoon leader was like the best event <laughs> i think I've it's ever not been a to. show without platoon it, leader <laughs> it, well because it's the only we call it the maritime milsim podcast and it is literally the only true milsim event in paintball like if you ask me that's the only true milsim event in paintball where it's like not about going toe-to-toe with the other team all the time you're spaced out on a huge mission and the missions are priority and basically so- your goal is to not die <laughs> you know like it's it's not even a points thing it's just nobody wants to make that trek back to respawn it's huge yeah it's like a mile and a half uphill in north fucking carolina heat i literally like ko'd i i ko'd at the end and i get in my car so So, when are we gonna when are we gonna actually have the guys from platoon leader on seeing as we basically talked about the event every week for a year I don't know. I actually, this year, well, we should probably bring up this year, I think we're planning to head to the same field, Command Decisions War Game Center. Something involving CDW something I, or other. Dude, yeah. I forget the dates. Like, I've, I've bought an airplane have, ticket that I don't remember the dates. I've got that memorized. <laughs> but, so we're heading down to the Snake Eater, um, I guess the Proxy Snake Eater game. I forget what they're calling it now. Viper. But essentially, we've booked our tickets already, so it's uh we're coming but whether and, there's uh, paintball or not i'm going to north carolina <laughs> exactly <laughs> Facebook page could have a few more people uh, signed up for joining but they basically just put the one post out so uh check it out um so this is actually going to be a little less milsim than platoon leader which i do kind of like as well you know the it's, it's a little really more fun, to be but, honest but it's like like it's not for everybody like, yeah it's up, it's, not it's a little more relaxed and i'm looking forward to that it's it's going to be a party uh it's going to be a good time now before i go on a total tangent um Let's try and loop this somehow back into competitive MagFed so that I didn't I didn't make Alfred make a whole new Hotmail account. 
for this. <laughs> just hang out, yeah. All right. Uh, Except I'm not sure how to get there. Um, I think that was enough of a segue. Dive back in. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, okay, so we've got the MML here in the East Coast. You've got uh, the 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 pickup league in uh, in Toronto, GTA in the GTA. GTA. Yeah, not so much like a league league as a pickup game. I don't know. They call like it the pickup no league. Point. So I don't, that's yeah. But I, I've like been there for a couple of them, and it's like it, there's no points, or you're you're always on the same team and stuff like that. It's not like a league league. It's it's like a weekly, or sorry, weekly. In the winter time, I think it's more, but I think it's usually like a monthly meet up. But yeah, not so much. Well, I mean, other people who go more regular can clarify. But my experience was no point system, no like league points capturing where like blue team was blue team, red team's red team, and points were celebrated at the end of the day or even recorded. So, so is this like when they have soccer games in Ontario where they take the ball away? Sorry, that was <laughs> a bad joke. But uh, okay, so we've got, but it's at least in some way competitive. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's so fun. then we got MML here in the East Coast. We got pickup league and GTA, and now we've got two v two or the fire team challenge that is happening in. In the R-Y-R. Brockville. I want to say Oakville. I keep wanting to say Oakville, but it's Brockville. 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 Uh, Actually, Alfred, I forgot to ask you. I'm going to interrupt Brad to ask you the most important question. Any teams looking for an extra player? <laughs> I can fly out. My wife's a flight attendant, so I can fly out super easily. But unfortunately, Brad and none of my East Coast friends can make it out. So if anyone's uh, looking for a fire team partner for the 2v2, Maybe, uh, maybe we can convince Dread to come out. That would be fun. Dread's deadly with a pistol. Oh, and is the die damn too? No, I no, no. Cha- get him a challenge. None of this. Well, I guess he really is not supposed to, but <laughs> yeah. whatever. Um, well, if he can't come through, Alfred, you'll be getting messages from me being like, "So, anyone need a need a fire team partner?" Right? Because uh, I'm definitely down to come out and play. It's like and, three hours uh, before the game starts, you just get a text. I'm on a plane. Like, pretty, <laughs> yeah. I'll take you on by myself. No, I don't think that would go very well. <laughs> I'm no, not one of those guys. I was, I I was thinking, though. Like a whole team by you mentioned, If I 2v1, uh, I would lose everything. You mentioned that it was like the idea was to eliminate the other players who touched the wall on the other side, and the immediate thought was Jinji could do that without a marker. I think... It's I think awesome. <laughs> it's good. He's skinny and fast and small and... It's hard and to really hit. Like, fast. Yeah. yeah hard like, to hit. Uh, it's like rubber. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, but you'd only get one point. Yeah, that's right. That's right. One. Point. I don't know. So no, Jinji. That's man. what we're trying to teach people in the MML too. The win's not everything. It's maximizing points. Right. That's how you bring um, the trophy. I don't know. No, and Jinji, man, he could probably barrel tag on the way by. Probably. probably. You're, you you cannot underestimate how fast this kid is. It's <laughs> it's kind of gross. Like it's gross watching this kid run. Um, yeah. Anyways, so yeah. so that's three. We have three competitions. Um. There is a fourth one that I'm going to talk about in two days. Um, woo, it's top secret. Um, Suspense. Right? That will be happening. That's right. Yeah. Uh, which will be next week. We're going to talk about it. Uh, it's going to be a good time. But th- there's going to be four. In 2018, there will be four, potentially four, uh, MegFed competitions. So I'm wondering, why is there only four? What's what is stopping people from from having more? Every time you turn around, there's there's pump games, there's uh, speedball games all over the place. So is you know it? What, I don't think there's that many leagues out there. Like I mean, I guess I'm not a member of many of the pump groups, but I don't see like a lot of. I mean, we have one pump league out here in the Maritimes, mm-hmm. and it draws less people than the Magfed League. Like it draws like three four teams to three like we're talking 12 guys or 15 guys the last time uh it ran so i don't know i think maybe having four competitions in canada is really actually not all that bad like that's that's pretty good in fact i'd almost be worried that you know we're trying to for an event that we're trying to get teams together to maybe come out from ontario they might already have like um commitments for for competition so Sure. I'd say actually four is probably the good number, especially with multiple events. You, you know what? The, now that you say it out loud, when you're like, there's four in Canada, I'm like, yeah, hey, this is a pretty decent number then. Um, we, I, it brings me back to what uh, the guys were saying, what was it, a week or two two weeks ago, 
when uh, they were like, the reason MegFed does so well or Competition Falls does well in Canada is because we're all so nice and that down in the States that they're all too much of an assholes and they'd all eat each other alive and hate each other and that it would just like cause rifts in the community. I think that was yeah. pretty much like what the California guys were telling us in there. Yeah, it's Canadian. yeah. A couple of the guys from California were saying that like they tried a competition, but just fistfights would break out in the middle of the games. Uh, we reserve our fistfights for uh, for hockey. And... Yeah, that's right. Fistfights for hockey. <laughs> we have to wear skates to get us in a fistfight. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm. So you can't really move or throw punches that well, right? It's, no, you're trying to land that punch. You actually just push yourself back. Like you're not, a, you know, you might knock out Buddy's tooth, but you're not going to break his jaw. Like it's a good balance. Yeah. It's a good balance. Yeah. Um, yeah. so there's four in Canada. So Alfred, what, what got you, what put the idea in your head to start yours? Um, basically just the, the overall lack of strict MagFed, um, anything like either, whether it's just strict MagFed games, MagFed events. Um, so I figured, well, if because uh, last year we had a number of big games and there was a few other games where MagFed were included, but they weren't specific for MagFed. And uh, being part of Unit 9, uh, we are predominantly all MagFed players. So um, what better way to get MagFed more recognized in and around Ottawa than to basically start my own event start my own competition and it was something that um, I had thought about doing for a while. Um, even back when I was on the show last time, uh, Bradley, I had kind of hinted that uh, the wheels were in motion for this and it really started to take off in October uh, when we got on board with Stingers. And it's just basically to, to bring MagFed more to the, the forefront of paintball um, around Ottawa and the area and uh, gives us something to do uh, <laughs> in early February where we're not going to freeze because it is an indoor field. So yeah. Weaklings. Weaklings. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, we played on the weekend in snow and cold weather. And unfortunately, we were ready to go, but was, uh, we suffered some some pain difficulties on, yes. on the week. Yeah, so I was. Even if you're I was willing miserable. to play in the cold snow, I was pissed. Uh, it was it was not good. I I basically got one elimination where I genuinely shot somebody, and one where I had to run someone down and barrel tag them because I could not shoot a paintball. So that was my my only option. So it was. I mean, we still had fun getting out there, but uh, yeah. You're right. Playing indoors in the winter gives you something to do. Nice in February. It's the I way to do that it. idea in time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Do. It's the way to do it. So, for Stingers sure. Field, we, we mentioned neither one of us has been down to Stingers Field. Um, what's kind of the size of it? I'm curious just for the size, how it will play for like a 2v2, if you can estimate. Oh, um, but can you do it in car length? I, I, I couldn't even, well, it's probably. <laughs> And I'm don't quote me on this, but it's probably like 80 feet long, um, and it's it's uh, almost as wide as it is long. So it's 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 a good size field. It's a perfect size field for a two v two. Lines of sights are limited um, because of the the obstacles, the bunkers, the buildings that are in the way. So you're not necessarily going to get that shot off and direct kill from, you know, 60 to 80 feet away. You, it's more CQB style, definitely, um, which again plays into the MagFed, uh, the MagFed aspect and the, the style of play that typically MagFed players love. Absolutely. I won't be surprised if actually a couple teams run pistol only for that. Like I would... Uh, I would generally consider running just a pistol with that kind of close range and not yeah. like the long uh, sight lines. That's not that's something to consider. Now, one thing that's intriguing is that if the sight lines aren't very long, it will be difficult to spot a player that is running to touch your back wall for the quick victory. So you exactly. know, players are gonna on your team are gonna have to like really keep their eyes open for just quick runs from the other team going for the back wall. Because I was thinking, you can't, I was thinking the same thing, but you're gonna have to watch your back. Because how tempting yeah. would it be to outrun the other team 
and then come up behind them while they're too busy hunting in front of them. You just come and just go pop, pop. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, no, you know what it there, reminds there's me definitely of a lot of aspects when you're on the field and the, the buzzer goes. There's a lot of aspects that you have to take into consideration. Um, and again, it, it, depending on how well or uh, how well you know your opponents, if you know that they're the, the run and gun style or if they're more the, the tactical uh, aspect and they'll creep up on you. So it's it's definitely going to be a challenge for, for all the teams involved and uh, I'm sure it'll be a, a great day. Yeah, I'm dude, it's gonna be to awesome. It. I can't see. I can't wait to see the pictures and, can, and the videos. And the date in February, the the day of the event. Uh, it's February fourth, so this this coming Sunday. So you have six oh, days, man. ladies and gentlemen. If you're watching and oh, you are damn. not registered, do it. Yeah, that's what this is. This is all. This is. If you go to Facebook, uh, you search two uh, two versus two fire team challenge. It brings up the page. There is a link there for registration. Um, Pre-registration, like I mentioned before, is $50. The day of the event, if you show up, it's 60 bucks. So it gives you a chance to save $10. And then you can put that towards paint, uh, regular field paint, $35 a bag, which should be more than enough for uh, for your team for the day. Um, if you want to upgrade, it's $45 for uh, a higher grade paint. Oh, now, good. that's an interesting thing to think about. You're running MegFed. So is it better to go with the higher grade paint or would it be better to go with the lower grade paint? The advantage of the higher grade is that it's rounder and it's gonna it'll break. break better. But it, So basically, you want the highest quality paint that will function in your marker. So if, if you can fire, uh, I mean, I don't know what, uh, I don't know the grades besides graffiti and stuff like that. So I'll just say GI, you know, um, three what star. is it? One star is like the hard stuff and three stars middle and five is the brittle stuff. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So one yeah. would be a step okay. above field and five so, is professional grade. Yeah. So, I mean, if you could, if you could successfully shoot a four out of your, like a, a GI four star out of your, your mag fed, not a bad idea. It's going to be a better quality paintball, but my experience and most people in mag fed is that we need those, what most people would consider low quality paintballs yeah. is actually what works better for us because they got the super thick shell, right? Yeah. So and at those distances too, like we're talking close quarters. I don't think oh, I'd yeah. be, I wouldn't be worried about the thick shell. I'd go cheap paint all the way and guarantee yeah, that it's not going to break in my mag. Yeah, yeah, know. it's true. It's very true. It's hard to say, right? Definitely something to consider, and both options will be available. So it's. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what people uh, people lean to and and what results they're getting. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah, some some markers, some eggs are definitely a little lighter on the springs than others. So yeah, it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Like by teams, I wouldn't surprise me if teams picked like a bag up of each and then went to you know find out what was shooting better, breaking better, and played it for the day. That's probably yeah. what we do. Yeah, buy a bag and then split uh, you know split a case for the team if you needed it. But I guess with only two v two, you're not going to shoot too too much paint. No. Speaking of switching no. out paint, uh, just a nice shout out to uh, Atlantica uh, Paintball. Oh, was, yeah. Uh, was Aaron. Yeah. So we started, we were playing in the cold. So it's already like all the odds are stacked against us. But we, we decided to run with graffiti, uh, with Vulcan's New World. And we're like, okay, we're going to try New World. Uh, and it, it was soup. Like it was breaking in the breaches. It was breaking in the barrels. It was breaking in the mags, like everything. Uh, I think at one point, Nightmare tried to actually like, load his mag and when he pushed the tactical a beats through it just like split all the balls open through the mag like it was <laughs> it was nasty um it was not good. but the field owner aaron comes out of nowhere with a bag of graffiti and he's just like here shoot this and let me know yeah just drop Fuck, okay. the bag just basically the three of us it was very nice and and it did work better it did. Uh, i wasn't I'm now confusing like which now because uh, Valken changed up their, you know, field and New World and graffiti. I don't even know. I mean, field is the harder of the shell, which is actually my favorite to shoot. But uh, New World and graffiti, I don't even know which one's the thicker shell, but we did have better experience with graffiti. And that was very awesome of Aaron, the field owner, to just drop us off a bag uh, yeah. when he saw yeah. we were having problems with the first stuff, um, you know, and didn't, you know, didn't ask for any funds or anything like that. So that was really sweet. He just wanted to make sure we had a good time. So, yeah, definitely shout out to Aaron for that one. Yeah, which was awesome. Sorry, I was just... That was really cool that he did that, and I want to make yeah, sure I that, forgot about that. that the world uh, knew what he had done. There are good um, field owners out there, yeah. 
there, there are good field owners. Yes, they do exist. Actually, you know what? I don't think I've ever experienced a bad field owner. Don't ask Guardian that question. No. <laughs> I don't know if Guardian's experienced a field owner he likes other than the Seabreeze guys. No, I'm just kidding. But he, no, you're not, little, because I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to sugarcoat it for Guardian because he's not here. But yeah. He, he doesn't. Uh, he is. He's got some he is, issues with some field owners around here. He is very particular. Yes, that's we'll leave it at that. Um, yeah, he's a princess. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> somebody in the comments here is saying they're telling us that New World hates cold temperatures, and we now know that. <laughs> I believe it, man, because I uh, ever since December I was saying my M5. I was like bragging about it for the months that I had it. I'm like, look at this. I played all day today. Shot a bag. My barrel is as clean as when I started. Like yep. beautiful. And December hit. And they <laughs> ran out of field and it went to New World. And I'm the guy who's chopping every single ball. Yep. Like they're breaking in my mag. I look and it's like a ball has pushed into another ball and it's just like a double layer of shell now. Like all the goop is just like gone. And I like went to pull a ball out and I just pulled like shell off another ball inside the nice. mag. So nice. I, I, but it's been all New World that I've been using since then. So I am very much hoping to get some field back in stock and some some warmer temperatures because uh, um you know I, what anytime i'm running to my break three days anytime i'm running the field paint the the cheaper the paint is often the better experience for me now i get it like the really cheap stuff's coming out like egg shaped but um yeah it's oh. when i when i'm talking like I'm, I'm breaking balls in the mags and the chambers and the ball and the barrel and all that i'm like usually the higher end stuff just it's it doesn't like mag fed and it's um not at all and it's definitely something that needs to be taken into account, especially when you're doing a magfed competition. Because usually, when you do a speedball competition or a pump competition, you want the highest quality paint you can get. Where so with magfed, we're in a little like break in an instant, yeah. Yeah, we're in magfed. We're just sort of like we're trying to balance like thick shell with you know it needs to be quality paint quality. at the same time. Like it's it's a balance. We like, were saying we, we need to try some psyops. We have not had psyops up here. Is before. the goal. So do you know what? I actually almost did this and the last couple of days and I, I held off because I wanted to talk to the field owner first is the best winter paint and possibly the best paint because I've shot in the summertime too is, that I've ever shot is Draxus Frostbite. It's like the yellow stuff with the little green yeah. snowflakes on it. It's made, oh, I think Draxus is like part of GI. That stuff is like indestructible. Like that is the closest to a waterproof paintball that I have seen. Yeah, it it's got a like insanely thick shell. So thick. Never dimples. I, I literally yeah. have some I could walk and show you that is two years old and looks better than the graffiti I'd pull out of my bag from this weekend. Well, maybe like, Vulcan stopped is... vacuum sealing the graffiti bags. Like, they packed that shit no. so tight. Bothers well, what me. is it? Um, Field, Vulcan Field comes in a Ziploc, too. So I you love can that. Seal the bag. I, I love that, too. That's right? Awesome. I, I love the fact that my nice feature. It is, yeah. Because, man, like, Megfed, we, I honestly shoot in a day of walk-on, like, maybe three to 400 right. paintballs. Like, you know, I, I've, it's so rare that I'm going for a second bag. Like, if we're playing really small, quick games, then okay, yeah, maybe. But, like, usual walk-on day, I've got paint left over. So having a little Ziploc, I mean, like, I have a paint, a paint caddy only because the guys at Seabreeze just gave me one because they saw me with, like, a mixed Ziploc full of, like, 10 different types of paint. <laughs> I can just see it coming out like, like a four-liter Ziploc bag just full of paint. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's basically the size of the uh, the ones that the – the uh, what's it called? The uh, field comes in. So Yeah. No, I love the field stuff. It's great. Um, and so there was like a – there was a, a tiny, tiny argument broke out in the comments here. Uh, uh, William Roy saying GI is actually not terrible. I have no issue playing with it. Ryan Whitaker just goes, we can agree to disagree. And I'm going to <laughs> agree to disagree because there's only one real field around here that uses GI and it is not my favorite field paint wise. We'll put it that way. Guys, normally they don't stock the low stuff. It's like three, four and five yeah. star. If you're and running bag fed, you got to go GI one star. It's yeah. got to be and one even star. Still, I, I would still take, a lot of the Valken paint over it. That's just my personal opinion. But yeah, like my best experiences have been graffiti was the gold standard for the longest time. And then when they came out for New World, it seemed like graffiti changed a bit. And then Field came out and Field fucking rocked it. And now Field is all I want to shoot. 
nice. Dawson Field. So other than the winter ball. So what I was going to say is I actually looked online all over because I'm thinking we got two more winter games we want to play. I actually went online and found that you can order through a, a company out of, actually it might even be Ottawa. I might have to look. It's a store there. And you can buy cases of Draxus Frostbite for like 80 bucks. <laughs> they charge you like $30 in shipping. So it comes to like 120 But yeah. honestly, if yeah, I would pay my field fee and even a little bit extra to bring just that paint on just so that way I can shoot a paintball. Because if all they have is graffiti in New World, it's not going to work in the wintertime. Which, which is a shame well because as... I know the field brought graffiti, it brought Vulcan paint in. I know they brought graffiti and New World in because in the past, graffiti has been so good to us. And it's, this time yeah, around, yeah. it just, it didn't work. But it, anyways, um, yeah, A-Train's going to catch us. I'm going to get angry PMs. Uh, <laughs> no, because we're saying it's the best. <laughs> You just got to pick the right one for the temperature. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Kuna, when you come down for the 2v2 event, if the store that makes the paint is in Ottawa, you pick up a couple of cases and bring it back with you. There you go. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, I actually have flown with first strikes. So, yeah, I can then sure it'd be fine to bring some paint, some paint cases back. I just need, like, a, a second suitcase. No, I'll bring a rolling carry-on. I bet that would fit, like, two cases of paint pretty much perfectly, a rolling carry-on. That'll be perfect. There we go. <laughs> do it except you know the way that they're gonna oh yeah if you do carry on then you'd be fine actually you know what if you probably took them out of the out of the boxes you could probably like lay the bags flat you could probably fit three cases of paint i I don't know if i trust that with baggage handling (laughs) it's a a carry on you're the one handling the baggage okay well yeah carry on okay yeah 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 yeah, that's true but i think the boxes would be pretty close they'd be pretty close to fitting two of them i i think we could figure it out but you remember bag chandlers <laughs> we're trying to figure out how to, to smuggle States. paint out of ottawa is what we're literally doing right <laughs> yeah. now winter paint because everyone around here everyone in the maritime orders Vulcan, and you have to be through the gi supplier to get draxus i think so yeah there is uh, one field here in fredericton i could probably get frostbite brought in and you know it's that's what i'm thinking is the one field here that does have it i could probably ask but <laughs> That's one of the ones with an owner that can be a little more difficult than some of the other ones. So, so the owner here uh, in Fredericton is not bad to yeah. deal with. He's a great guy. So and he's okay. a GI. It's his, his everything he does is GI. So I could probably um, ask him about it. Yeah, if you, could, if you could bring a case over to the next event. That would be pretty huge. Yeah, I could do that. I could probably I'll grab two or three cases. Even just one man. I honestly, I'm going to shoot a bag for the day, and we That's barely true. have four more. You know, like what I mean? Like we barely have and, four more And by then, we're not going to see Brian, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nightmare's got a little baby on the way. Yeah. yeah. So, as as of next of... month, you won't see him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so. I don't know. He's pretty He's pretty good at sneaking out. He's, <laughs> he's going out for milk. <laughs> Just vanishes for a whole day. <laughs> what was it when we went paintballing on the weekend? He was with me, and I was like, yeah, Brian, like it's a three-hour drive. Let's carpool up, and then we don't, you know, have to spend so much on gas and, you know, chill on the drive up. He's like, all right, but on one condition. If I get a call from Tabitha, he's like, I have to be able to leave at the drop of a hat. He's like, we're only, you know, however long away from a baby. So he's like, if the call comes, he's like, we got to fucking go. And I was like, all right, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty coming, legit. You know, I'll get the car and cut my day short. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get that's the car, the I'll mail you back your gear. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was gonna. I was. If the day was good, I would have been like Brian. You can take my car, and I'll find a ride home. Like I'll figure it out. I'll fi- I'll find a way back home to Nova Scotia. Not sure how, yeah. but we'll figure it out. I like driving. I don't know. Maybe I. Well, <laughs> I do. Yeah. But... I mean, that's that's the only reason Brian got a pass on the two v two event. He's like, yeah, well, my wife's expecting in and around that time, so I'm like, okay, well, considering that, you get a pass. That is cheap as hell, and he wouldn't drive to ottawa anyways i know well i told him i said like uh, it was like there's 2v2 competition let's go and he's like dude i'd love to but it's right at this time and i'm like come on man you can swing it he's like i'm like you've got that youtube money coming in now you <laughs> can YouTube swing money. It. <laughs> that youtube money coming in yeah i'm like set to the side you know we can take a plane trip over i'll uh but no yeah he's got he's uh he's occupied uh that time, yeah so. yeah I'll I would see, love. I'll, I'll talk to Dread to see if he can team up, or or if not, I'll just post a message on the page saying, "Hey, if I come out, anyone need a fire team partner?" Yeah, and, uh, and I'd love I'll to make it out. Um, awesome. But unfortunately, I don't have a buddy pass or anything, so I can't. Yeah, I don't yeah. have any extra. <laughs> I told you. 
Yeah, I was going to say marry a flight attendant, but you just have to get Francis to get a job with WestJet. No, because if she gets a job with WestJet, then that means I don't get like free pastries anymore. <laughs> flights are better. You fly yourself out to Paris. WestJet and I have not flight to Paris today. <laughs> get yourself a pastry and come on home. <laughs> you got a point. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll just get a job with WestJet. I don't know. I could throw luggage hey, for you. a living. That's right. I mean, it doesn't matter what you do. You get the flight deals. Any job with WestJet, you get the flight deals. Just throwing it out there. I need a travel buddy, man. I <laughs> right. Travel. We but travel too well together. I, like, if I do all the research and I'm like, guys, I found tickets across the country and into the U.S. for $300. And they're like, yeah, okay, $300, I can do that. So it's like the only way I yeah. can get them to go is yeah. if I do all the work and find like, the cheapest fucking possible flights. That yeah, exist. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should be grateful because you all you have to do is message me and Josh. And you're just like, dude, three hundred dollars, North Carolina. We're going to this game. Done. Done. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. Right. And this time we're actually on the same flight. Speaking of which, I need to figure out how I'm getting to Halifax for six a.m. for that flight. Yeah. Just no. Just crash here. That's my plan. Josh is crashing here the night before. I'm I'm just I gonna mean, curl up with go. Gus. And... We're making like all our this show is just us making private travel plans. Excellent. I'm sure our viewership is through the roof right now. Uh, <laughs> it's steady. <laughs> steady can mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. okay. Um What was the word I was gonna ask? I forget now. I've got too much rum in my system to to think clearly now. Uh, which is good because we're close to the end of the show. <laughs> uh, so I'm not gonna. I don't. I'm not running those commercials right now because I'm I'm working on better ones. Uh, I'm not gonna run those. But while we have a slight lull, um, I do have. I, I made a promise uh, to those people, so I do have to throw up their names up so that everyone else is, uh, understands. Damn, that's. Ugliest sin. Hold on, let me fix that. There we go. That's <laughs> I can't better. See anything Don't worry about it. Like... Don't worry about it. Right. Everything's fine. Um, but I did make a promise to anyone on the Patreon support page that uh, their name gets uh, shown and they get a shout out every week, no matter what, because um, they support us with their hard-earned cash. So uh, Mary, Sizzle, Sage, Alex, Tony, and Justin—fantastic people, beautiful people. Um, they they financially helping support the podcast, which is uh, more than anyone could have asked for. We we created the Patreon page to see what would happen, and this happened. We had six people actually uh, were like, "Yeah, we want to support." And I was like, "Wow, that's amazing! This is absolutely fantastic!" So uh, huge shout out to them. Thank you so much. And uh, if you want to be a kind soul and throw us a couple of dollars, I feel like we're busking, and. Uh, it's just it's just patreon.com slash maritime milson podcast. I feel like buskers at least have talent though, right? When buskers come through, they can like juggle shit and like play with fire. It's true. It's true. Um, <laughs> I can. You have skills. Uh, you know what? I'm sure I do somehow. I just haven't discovered them yet. That's that's the trick. <laughs> I have just I just haven't discovered my my talent yet. Um, Your peaceable talent. <laughs> right. I can discover a free software that'll do anything. I found a fr- I found the most useless software. Um, it's digital green screen, so you don't need a green screen, and it just like it eliminates the background live. Does it work well? No. <laughs> Excellent fire, Brad. What right? would we do without you? Uh, so right. back to paintball. Yes, back to paintball, Alfred. Um, <laughs> how much planning has gone into this? It's probably something we should have asked about half hour ago. Oh God, um, uh, a great deal. Um, it's originally the planning or the the idea started back in the spring of last year. Wow! Um, so we're talking a year. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say April May of last year, the idea entered. Uh, entered into conversation and then we had um, other issues that uh, that went to the forefront so this got put on the back burner but not forgotten and then in October it was something that uh, I myself and uh, some of the members of unit 9 started to pursue more actively uh, we approached 
uh, stingers because we did want to have the event in February and we didn't want weather to play a factor. Uh, so we, we approached the indoor field. Um, they were on board with having the event. So after that, um, it was a question of getting the word out to the MAGFED community. Um, and then it was the process of uh, getting in touch with people uh, that we know or companies we know for uh, support through MCS. We have uh, some swag from them. Fantastic. Uh, Mag MagFed is family. So Jeff Kroll over in France, he sent over some swag. Whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. MagFed is family is, is European? Yes. Yeah. Holy shit. I had no idea. I've, you know, honest to God, I have no idea where they came from. They just appeared on my Facebook feeds and I never actually looked into them. So that's cool. That's awesome. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, no he, uh, he sent over uh, some swag for us to give away patches and uh, flags and whatnot. Um, we're also getting some support from Badlands. Uh, they'll, they're, they're on board with us and, uh, then I approached um, an incredibly talented photographer with uh, NNP Photography. So he's going to be doing his best to uh, to make us look good the day of the event. The most important. Thing. Yeah, that's, a, that's the most the important part of MagFed Paintball. Check and Facebook. The I love best is that if there were no <laughs> photos, it didn't happen. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, all of this has taken, taken quite some time. And... Um, I've actually um, gotten some support from other event planners in the, the paintball industry, Marie from Commando Paintball. She's pointed me in the right direction a few times and I've touched base with her when I started to get a little overwhelmed. And she's like, well, make sure you focus on these aspects and uh, you can kind of forget about those for now. So uh, thanks to, to Marie for her support and help. and. Uh, it's it's definitely something um, in the beginning. I, I wasn't quite aware of how much of an undertaking it would be, but now that I've been there, done that, um, to walk in the park now, buddy. To, uh, it leads me to believe that the second one will be will be better. Definitely, yeah. No, that's awesome. And is there any kind of idea on when the second event might take place? Uh, not as of yet. Um, it's. We're, we're taking a wait and see approach as to how favorable the first one goes. There is plans for a second one, but uh, nothing official as of yet. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. So if the first one goes well, or at least not totally terrible, then there will be a second <laughs> one. Yes, definitely. Actually, okay, we um, gotta, we gotta keep our eye on that one. Cause we gotta come out and uh, we, we will make the second one. We will make, we will try and make the second one. Um, somehow. Yeah, maybe I mean, I'll, we're, I'll we're have a job with WestJet by then. And... <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's cool. But, uh, over the course of the year, we're hoping to get in, and if it continues to uh, continues to grow and it continues to gain uh, support from the MagFit community, we're hoping to have uh, four events over the course of the year, um, points accumulated over all of the events, and then. Uh, sort of like a, a final prize being the uh, the golden mag. Um, I love that is, idea. It's, it's going to be something, uh, if you, again, go to the Facebook page, check it out. Uh, pictures will be posted there of, of what uh, everybody is basically shooting for at the end of the year. That's awesome. Good. Yeah. That's sweet. That's yeah, no, looking forward to that one. Definitely. I'm going to try to see if I can make it out this weekend, find a partner. But if not, I'll be dragging one of uh, these guys. Somebody said somebody was looking for a team. Some, uh... SAS Ottawa has one guy looking for a 2v2 partner. Oh, there we go. Keep there we go. If I can right. make it, I'll post in the SAS page. There you go. Right. Yeah. There you go. Or, or again, um, Look who you, can go to the, uh, you can go to the 2v2 page and we'll welcome you as a, a member and uh, start hitting people up for, uh, for teammates. Awesome. All right. I'll just dig in. If I can make it, I will definitely do that because I love to do last minute paintball trips, so it would be perfect. <laughs> Last minute paintball. <laughs> that was California, wasn't yeah. it? It was just like we have three weeks scramble. Uh, I'm looking at three days right now. If I do oh, this one, so shut up! You just go to the airport, be like, "I'd like a flight, please," and you'd be fine. <laughs> Pretty much. 
sometimes they fly standby, so sometimes they're like, ooh, sorry, you thought you had a flight, but you don't have a flight. So, yeah. Go ahead. It's, it's uh, not always easy. I missed Honey Badger, not last year, the year before. Went to the airport, all happy, ready to go, bag packed, cleared the gate, got to the gate, and then no flight for me. And uh. so I didn't get to go. So that was pretty... So, yeah, you get a little heartbreak in there sometimes, too. But, oh, well, whatever. <laughs> you can get that flying with Air Canada anytime. So, <laughs> get bumped off a flight when you thought you were going to make it to an event. So. We were hoping to get bumped off a flight when we were coming back On the way home. Because we were like, fuck, yeah, get an extra day in California. And plus, they have to pay you a bunch of money if they bump your flight and give you a hotel. Right. So, yeah, we were, our we, flight was totally sold out. And we didn't check in. We checked in. And, like, while we were parking the rental car, like, an hour and a half before our flight took off. We uh, we almost didn't make that, if you remember right. Yeah. So we were genuinely expecting to be the last people to be checked in and the last people to make it on a sold-out flight. And we were we were actually genuinely stoked that they might bump us. I'm, I'm yep. kind of Yeah, because we did the math. Bad. We were like, if they pay us each this amount, to, 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 that pays for the trip. Like, it was... <laughs> the whole trip. We could, like, pay for the next trip. Right? That was perfect. Yeah. And then we didn't get bumped, and then we landed in Halifax at, like, 11 a.m., and we were just all out of sorts. And it was great. And then you got your car booted. And then I got my car booted. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, don't worry I about it. Park like in this parking lot. Over and somehow no. he got booted. <laughs> he had to pay like, how much was it? Like $180? After coming back from a very expensive paintball trip? Yeah, we felt bad for that. Yeah, to get my that car, to get my rental booted, unbooted. I should have just <laughs> fucking left the rental car and told him to go pick it up. Oh, and, <laughs> oh, that was fun. That was, that was hilarious. That was, that flight was just that whole trip, man. Like we, why did we not film every minute of that trip? Everything from like, like me showing up in the, almost like the middle of the night and the raccoons breaking in and <laughs> yeah. the, the yeah. map room, the map room was wild. Oh, yeah. Anyways, the cocaine kit, in the, the cocaine the kit, in the living room, Josh eating mirror, perfume. Like glass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some, some um, good times, good times. This, got some good the North Carolina back. trip, ladies and gentlemen, we are prepared for the North Carolina trip. We will, we will document the entire thing. Try to make a little travel episode of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hooligan got das boot. <laughs> Nightmare. Helmet competition. cams and body cams are required. Um, yeah, there you go. Actually, for competition paintball, I'm going to recommend you wear a head cam. We've actually had time for video review happened in competition paintball where they wanted to go back and see what had happened and the refs asked to see cameras and we pulled them up on phones and it actually like impacted the play of the day yeah. so if you're in yeah. competition it does not hurt to have a camera on yourself and uh make sure you keep track of everything for scoring purposes yep absolutely absolutely uh, okay we've had like where flags were missed and someone went back through and was like ah oh, you can see in this frame of the video we hit the flag and they the refs like corrected the score so it definitely it definitely made a difference so yeah i do yeah. recommend Hundred percent, hundred percent recommend it. Uh, okay, so we've hit that hour mark, so we're gonna wrap it up. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, whoever's been hanging out in the comments this entire time and chatting away, uh, there's a ton of you. So I'm not gonna name you all. You know who you are. Thank you so much for for hanging out and chatting. Uh, do us a favor. Go over to YouTube. Go to YouTube. Look up Maritime Milson Podcast and give us a f subscribe. I'm gonna say give us a follow, but I guess they're the same thing. Um, Facebook very soon is going to make it very difficult for us to reach you without paying a lot of money. Um, so the regulars, you guys will know where to find us. You'll always find us, but uh, it's, they're going to make it very hard for us to, to reach the public. So we're trying to uh, boost the YouTube's numbers. Uh, it's not a money thing because according to YouTube's new guidelines, we can't monetize the video for oh, yeah, a very, very long time. Uh, I can't even monetize them on my channel now coming up. No, too, exactly. It's I have enough yeah. subscribers. You need a shitload of like views. Like, you need 10,000 view views or something. It's like four, no, it's like 400,000 minutes in the last 12 months, which is like 20,000 or 24. I don't know. I did the math. I can't do it now after this. Much. <laughs> right. a, a, decent, a decent number of watch time minutes per month that even if you put out a video a week, if you weren't getting like more than a thousand or two or three thousand views, it would be difficult to monetize for paintball right now. Yeah. So anyone, all the guys who hate on the e-celebrities for like trying to monetize and make money, I can tell you my two years of YouTube, I've made an estimated $50 Woo! that I've never cashed out. Yeah. So 
definitely not in it for the money and i can't i can't imagine the podcast is in it either no we don't make shit so. no we're, we don't make money uh this fucking thing cost me money um so anyway <laughs> head over to youtube give us a subscribe just so that um when we do go live on youtube it will notify you because youtube is at least a decent uh system that way and uh alfred thank you for coming on and chatting and talking about the uh, the 2v2 and listening to me and blake drunk ramble uh, on multiple topics and I, I, my pleasure, gentlemen. <laughs> glad, yeah, fantastic. Back, glad you could time. be part of this, man. Glad you could be a part of it. Get a couple of rolling rocks along the way. I think. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. There you go. Um, so, for everyone who's listening to this, uh, who's streaming it, downloading it, all that jazz. Uh, again, thank you as well, because you know you're like, you're you're the the next wave of uh, of reach that we get. So it's it's always fun when I see all the downloads and the streams and stuff. So. Thank you so much. And uh, again, don't be afraid. Shoot us a message. Any comments, topics, guests, ideas, anything you guys want to see, shoot us a message. Um, we have uh, a couple of ideas of what's going to be happening in the near future, but uh, you know, we always like to hear what you guys have to say. And that's it. Right. So everyone, thanks right. again. Just want to add, if anyone's in oh, the yeah. Brockville area, Sunday, uh, February 4th, 9 o'clock, Stingers Indoor Paintball, and you have a mag-fed gun, you're more than welcome. If there's two players, you're more than welcome to uh, to come in. There is still room available. And let's be honest, if you uh, don't yeah, show up anyways, people probably have three or four. Very true. There we go. <laughs> the other thing, if you don't show up, I'm just throwing it out there, you're chicken. Oh. You don't want to find out. I, I feel like that's the best marketing technique we can have for MegFed competition paintball is, come on, you, you know, everyone thinks they're the best, right? Everyone yeah. talks their team yeah. up. We're the best. We're the best. Prove it. Yeah, prove it. Yeah, get out there and prove it. You don't yeah. think you can prove it? You're afraid to prove it? Come on, what's going on? Right? Be you like, dude, let's get some. Goal, show it, right? You know, let's that's get some what, competition. In. Right? No, yeah. I don't. if you no, don't show don't. up, you've got no right shit talking the rest of the year. No one exactly. wants to hear it. Exactly. You think you're the best? Go prove it. Yep. And talk to your friends too. Be like, guys, we need to go to competition PayPal. They're gonna be like, nah, you know, I got like, I got like the Super Bowl and stuff. Be like, you're a bitch. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I mean the bikini waxing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell wants to watch the Super Bowl anyways? It's like 15 minutes of That's action right. over an hour not and a half of watching. Not Meg Fetters. That's right. Nah, screw that noise. Not Meg Fetters. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Plus uh, Canadian Meg Fetters. Yeah, exactly. Which means, come on, it's the Super Bowl. Who gives a shit? We have the Grey Cup. Uh, we don't even get the good commercial. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks so much anyways. Till next week. Cheers. <laughs>